This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now, remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And you know what their number one seller was? You would think it would be t-shirts. Yeah. Women's panties. And Beth West. There's always the a line, place. especially always. especially to the ladies' room. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show. Happy New Year, Happy Beth. Happy New Year. I know it Our seems weird. Back. Right. I know it seems weird wishing you a Happy New Year, but see, we recorded all of the other shows early. So right. First time back in the studio yes, after the first it is. of the year. I have a question for you, Beth. I know you're not yes. a huge football player. But a huge football know, player? No, no, no. I know you only played for four or five years. I know, in yeah, and I was just an offensive school. lineman. Sure, so, you sure. know, I know we get no respect. An offensive lineman, which meant you you didn't bathe a lot and curse <laughs> right. in public. I cursed ton- yeah. Sure. Now, my question is do you know who is going to be the halftime entertainment for this year's Super Bowl? Oh, wait. I did oh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, no, it's Bruno Mars oh, it's Bruno to begin Mars? with. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Bruno Mars will be the official halftime well, where did I hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Here's my my statement. Bruno Mars had a special announcement during one of the games. I don't remember which one it right. was. It wasn't the Saints. Right. He made this special announcement that his special guest will be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, he, right, uh, right. My question is, is when he said that it would be his special his guest. His special guest. Do you think Flea died just a little bit? I think right there? Flea did die yeah. a little bit, given that his most recent, you know, collaboration has been with Tom York, who's considered like a modern right. genius right. of rock and roll. And then to have Bruno Mars be like, these these are my minions. Right. And furthermore, will the Red Hot Chili Peppers do the outfits wearing only socks, socks. if the Super Bowl is outside in New Jersey in February? Um, they'll probably just wear ankle socks then. Yes, there you go. Sort of yeah, the body but I do, stuff. I do hope so, just for the <laughs> entertainment value. Me too. Right. Okay. Or or sweaters with the socks. Yeah, that's okay. They can have See? a sweater with the there socks. I'm fine with that. You have to look yeah. conservative. It's, yeah. It's a nighttime game. Right. You know, people are watching, you know, with kids sure. and stuff. So. No wardrobe malfunctions. Right. Beth, when you go to a concert, this is the topic for today. When you go to a concert, do you buy the merchandise, specifically a t-shirt? I don't. I've bought t-shirts before when I was younger, but I don't wear a lot of t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So usually I'll buy like a, a hard copy of a CD because usually oh, I'll see. buy the MP3s. That makes sense. Or, um, you know, like a sticker or something. It depends on the band. Okay. See, I try I'm, to buy something from smaller bands, though. I am always a t-shirt buying right. person. Yeah, you I wear get one t-shirts, yeah. I do. And it used to be, growing up in my world, you only bought the t-shirt 
if, if you, you went, went to, the concert, to the concert. Right. When I was younger, that was definitely still around. Like, right. if you're wearing the t-shirt, that means you went to the concert. You were there. It was like this badge of right. honor. What I have today for an hour is a discussion of merchandise sales, how much you can make, is it really profitable for the band, mm-hmm. and what has happened. It used to be, again, you went to the concert if you have the t-shirt. Now, right. You, you buy Walmart, it at Target. Target. Yes. Right. Of course, you don't want to buy it at Target because you get your you know credit card stolen. <laughs> That's true. We, lots of music about money making today because we're going to talk merchandise sales about rock songs and rock music. It's a Black Keys money maker on Rock School. <laughs> Merchandise and merchandise sales here on Rock School. I still remember when I went to see it was it was one of the Van Halen concerts. I remember when merchandise tables only accepted cash. Well, yeah, you yeah. you had to have a fistful of cash. So when mm-hmm. I went to concerts, I would always there were no ATMs when I was a young. But you kid. had to come with cash, right? You right. went to the bank, yeah. and you withdrew cash, mm-hmm. or you hit up your dad for a twenty or you know mm-hmm. whatever he had in his pocket. Now, and I still remember this, it, it sort of broke my heart a little bit because there were people walking around, and, and this was this was here in, in New Orleans. We were walking around the arena, and people had plastic bags that had the name of the merch sales group on the side. Oh, really? And they were accepting credit cards. Oh, and, oh yeah. And what Once that this? changed, I'm sure there were a lot of really bad... Um, you know, purchases made in the spur of the moment. Right. Now, I can understand why the band would want that. Well, yeah. Sure, because sure. you always logically will spend more with a credit card yes. because you're not physically pulling rectangular pieces of paper out of your hand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're spending at all. It never feels like you're spending as much when you just exactly. swipe a card. Exactly that. But I see, I that's one of my things. I arrive, I have to yeah. have my T-shirt, I buy the T-shirt, and I'm done. And I normally right. put it on. At the concert. You do? Oh, I do. Immediately. Oh, that is so cute and nerdy. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I love that. Okay. How much does an artist actually make? Well, according to FMA, that's the Future of Music Coalition, they pulled 5,000 musicians from what they claim was a huge cross-section of genre and roles, and they found it depends on what size band you are. Are yeah. you a large band? Are you a small indie band? Are you a mid-level band? Are you coming up? Are you going down? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Smaller bands, it states, will not make a great deal of income on merchandise because the main percentage of their income will come from performance. They say mm-hmm. 28%. Yeah. Sound recording, 6%. And compositions, 6%. That's where the main chunk of their money comes from. Although they will sell merchandise, right. it's normally a break-even or a loss. Well, because people who come to their shows are not coming with fists full of dollars. Right. We'll get to it later on. And they can't sell a teacher for $45. Right. That's the problem. Nobody's going to say, I paid $10 to see you. I'm not going to pay $45. Right. I'm not giving you 50 bucks for a t-shirt. Right. Right. Because it costs money to make a t-shirt. And also, we'll get into it, most large acts, say an Ozzy Osbourne, say mm-hmm. a Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, she has to be a merchandising machine. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen her perfume commercial alone. Exactly I know they don't that. sell that at the concerts. I'll but bet just, they do. 
They might. I would bet I don't they know. Do. I have not been to a Britney Spears concert, but they might. But when you get there, this little indie band, I found also when somebody sells a T-shirt, normally it's a 100% markup. If the T-shirt costs you $7.50, you sell it yes. for 15 bucks. Well, look, if I pay 10 bucks to come see you or 15 bucks to come see you, I'm not doubling my ticket price to get you a buy a t-shirt like of you yours. for $30, right? Right. Unless I, they blew you away and you were absolutely like, I'm in love with you. I'm going it. to buy a t-shirt. I yeah. get it. Somebody's going to do it. Yeah. But the amount of t-shirts you bring in and the amount of t-shirts you walk out with if you're a small band is probably... It's probably about... Yeah, you're not selling much. Right. You're not selling all. a whole lot. We're going to get into more of what people actually make. And I have here what major acts actually make. We'll talk about that in a minute. OJ's, for the love of money, as we talk merchandise here on Rock School. Merchandise here on Rock School. Would you buy just about anything? If you really liked a band, would you buy just about anything the band I, sold? Um, maybe, yes. My, you know, my favorite band is this really small Irish band, Bell X One, and their most recent album was called Chop Chop. Right. And they did, sometimes, you know, bands will do these like strange specialty items. Right. And so they did a cheese board with a knife. Why not? Would and, you buy that? I would have if I'd had like extra cash. It was like, and it was like signed and you know, it was kind of, it was like maybe 50 bucks. It was in euros. So it was a bad. Right. But and, a cheese board. And at the time I said, you know, if somebody bought that for me, I would be tickled pink, but I just, I would not have spent the actual money i bought their their lp of that album right but i don't even i don't even have a you don't a have a record player, player. But i bought it nice for the display. artwork they're yeah. nice to display and it came with the mp3 download there you so. go you know the group guar i do know the group guar yes guar guar by the way is made up of a series of accountants this is not their full-time job these is guys are really accountants they really are oh they're brilliant men the the fact that they dress up like medieval well that's a brilliant move it really is what they do, to ask you whether you would buy anything, they take the broken equipment from last night's show, repackage it, and sell it at the next night's show. They collect broken drumsticks. They collect because broken Because every night strings. they destroy just right. tons of stuff. They take it metal. and they sell it right. at the next night's show, and people right. buy it like it contains the antidote. Really? Honest to goodness. They're like mini KISS fans. Not kidding. buy anything. Here comes the concept of how much is made. Now, when we're talking mid-level bands, according again to the FMA Future of Music Coalition... The mid-level bands, mm-hmm. those who are, you know, think Billy Squire, think Cheap Trick. I mean, we're not monsters, but right. we're not starting Yeah, they're not up. playing huge arenas, you but got it. not but tiny they're making a living. Yeah. Between 12 and 16% of their income is made up of merchandise sales. That's a pretty good chunk. It's not bad. Yeah. People will pay for a t-shirt to mm-hmm. say, hey, look, I saw Billy Squire. I saw Cheap yeah. Trick. Yeah. Right. The major acts much differently. This is according to Rolling Stone. The merchandise sold in concert tours generates an amazing amount of money for a band. In 2004, Ozzy Osbourne grossed $35 million in concert sales and another $15 million directly from merchandise. Motley Crue's Red, White & Crew 2005 tour averaged 
$10 in merchandise sales per concert goer per show. That's a lot of money. That's insane. Because they were playing arenas, weren't they? I mean, there were right. like thousands of people there, maybe. And you know what their number one seller was? You would think it would be t-shirts? Yeah. Women's panties. Um, Does If make... I knew that they sold those, I would have guessed that that was the number one seller. It for, just fits. For every $25 standard t-shirt sold... And it's hard for me to believe that they were selling T-shirts for $25. But yeah. for every T-shirt sold, as much as 7 to $10 per shirt goes directly toward the artist. I like knowing that because I like to give my money to the artist. Like, you know, right. you know that only like a tiny portion of CDs and then a slightly higher portion of concert tickets go to the artist. And so when I love somebody, I'm like, I want to give you my money. In right. a way, if you that, like yeah. the artist, yeah, make sure it goes directly to right, them. Yeah, and you know the government's going to suck out fifty to fifty-five percent of it in taxes. Well, if anyway. they're making millions, then yeah. Sure. And honestly, the ones that are making millions, I don't really feel like I need to give them my money. As I guess much. Not. <laughs> Warren Zevon, lawyers, guns, money on Rock School. All right, first break here on Rock School. Now, Beth, you said you don't buy T-shirts. You don't have a lot of T-shirts. I don't. Yeah, I don't really wear a lot of T-shirts. I have bought T-shirts in the past. I bought. I bought a really cool, like baseball-looking three-quarter, three-quarter length, length T-shirt from the Bare Naked Ladies concert. Right. Because it was kind of this like subtle, like if you know who they are, then you know who. Right, this you're is, one of the group, of, which yeah. is why T-shirts really yeah. started to hit. Yeah, yeah. I'll get into the psychological aspect a little later mm-hmm. on. There's nothing better than an academic, you know, turning yeah. something fun into a, <laughs> into you know, a academic, a st- academic study. Yeah. Does the husband? Does he no. buy T-shirts? Oh, he doesn't no. either. He's not really into live music. All right, let me tell you what I found. The Toronto Star did a survey of 1,000 American adults. Interesting, it's the Toronto Star, but right. it's they American chose adults. American adults. Ninety-five huh. percent of American adults wore T-shirts, and 87 percent of them had at least one concert T-shirt they refused to throw out due to a sentimental attachment. Yeah. I still have that Bare Naked Ladies t-shirt, even though I will never wear it again. Right. And it has a stain on it, because I stain and everything. I drop stuff all over myself. But um, I just can't throw it out. I can't make myself do it. On average, most people have 13 t-shirts that they hold on to, often because they are commemorative in some way. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. I I like t-shirts. I yeah. mean, I really adore t-shirts. I mean, I wear, like, Saints t-shirts. Oh, see, I like rock music t-shirts. Yeah, and I get that. I really get that. I enjoy that. I like to buy them at concerts, but obviously I can't go to many concerts. So I decided to take a look at how much it is to buy t-shirts online. Mm -hmm. Here are just some places I found. Bandtees.com. Between $20 and $23, hoodies were in the $50 range. And they had a lot of popular bands? Oh, yeah, anything you want. And I'm sure because these are major places to buy yeah. them they've licensed the the logo oh i'm sure i would a, think a, a website of that caliber that's that i think I've, i know i've heard of that website they would have right. been sued a million times by now you got it yeah. hot topic 15 yeah. to 20 oh, right. bucks yeah rockabilia 
20 to $30 a pop. I'm sure what they're going to tell you is it's a better brand of t-shirt. Right. It's kind of American apparel, 100%, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Rockbandtshirt.com, 18 to $22. Uh, rock.com is in the mid-20s. And, of course, once you put in a search for t-shirts, mm-hmm. the bands themselves come up. Aerosmith themselves You go to the Aerosmith it. website and you can buy merchandise. Rolling right. Stones. You know, yeah. right. you it's can so buy easy to set up a website now that you can sell things from that right. any again, size band. And, again, Walmart, Target. Y- yes. I, I, rem- I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Target and then Walmart later followed suit with the you know doors and beatles t-shirts and stuff and i was and the nirvana i think nirvana t-shirts too yeah and that just kind of freaked me out it it turns it turns people into what i call poser fans really yeah you like jimmy buffett really Mm -hmm. really name three songs KRFY Sandpoint, Idaho. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello to WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Be back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, would you like a piece of information that will make you want to cry? Oh, def- always. Oh, sure, yes, throw that at please. me. <laughs> the Ramones now sell more T-shirts than they did when they were a touring band. I I totally believe that. That's I think the Ramones are probably the number one poser T-shirt. Right. I I am a punk the, guy. I yes. like punk. Really? I like the Ramones. Sure. You name, know that one song songs. that I know. Yeah. yeah. Name three songs. You might be able to come up with Blitzkrieg Bop. If not that, you can right. probably say Gaba Gaba Hey. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Or maybe Pinhead. So when you purchase these T-shirts at Walmart, Target, what mm-hmm. have you, I know what people are going to say. Well, those aren't real concert T-shirts. Maybe, maybe not. Because yeah. what happens is, and I'm going to get into it in much more specifics, but contracts are created. When you're a major act, you don't go get your own. I mean, I can't see Steven Tyler going to a printer. I'd like these done. Right. I and mean, then, this one I'd like in blue. Right. And this one, yeah. Seven in periwinkle. <laughs> and Right. No, you contract it out yeah. to a company, and the company is trying to create only as many as are going to sell. Right. They don't want a ton of backstock. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you do with the back stock, the Mm -hmm. stock that doesn't get sold? Well, there are what are known as leftover contracts that either hip, you know, those little places in the mall that come in for nine months and then go out. Yeah. They're either sold to them or Mm -hmm. they are sold to, you know, pick your place, Walmart, Target, what have you. They're called leftover contracts. The merchandise company negotiates a deal to retail stores for the stuff they do not sell over a certain amount of time say six months and then the company comes up a retail store comes up buys it and it's entirely possible you will purchase the exact same shirt that you could have purchased at the concert well and that's why now bands have a uh you know exclusively on tour shirts that they sell for slightly more have you seen those i have yeah like you can't get this anywhere except if you go to the show i'll make and it's five or ten dollars no i'll make you a hundred dollar bet that you will see that in target six months later if they have twenty thousand of those left over they are, yeah. Gone. If they're not sold. Yeah, they probably have a little asterisk, like, unless they all sell out. And then, <laughs> unless, unless, unless we can't unless sell them. Unless we can't sell them. And then they go to Target. ACDC, what do you do for money, honey, on Rock School? Coming out of 
Friday, ACDC. Welcome to the bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Let's do the names one more time. Joe Burns. Beth West. Okay, we are talking about merchandise and money, and I'm going to get into yet more in terms of cash because I'm going to talk about what people pay, how it's done, and how major artists actually have merchandise come to the venue for them to sell. Think Aerosmith, think Van right. Halen. They don't do their own merchandise. No, they have a whole other unit to Exactly. Up. Somebody does it for them. But first, seven days, 70 seconds. Let's take a look at something that happened on these dates in rock and roll history. January 13th all the way through January 19th. It's a brand new year. Beth has Monday go. January 13th, 2005. A report showed that more songs have been written about Elvis Presley than any other artist listing over 252. Yep. January 14th, 1999. Metallica sues Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Over a name infringement when they, Victoria's Secret, unveiled their line of Metallica lip pencils. Um, okay. Really, I, Lars? I mean, really? that's kinda, it's, it's kind of an adjective. I get Looking it. Look a little M. I get January 15th, 1961, Motown signed the Supremes. January 16th, 1996, Jamaican authorities fire upon Jimmy Buffett's seaplane, believing it was a drug runner. By the way, Bono was aboard the craft as well. Nobody, Nobody was hurt. Obviously not. Yes. Amy Poehler was making out with them last night at the Golden Globes. <laughs> January 17th, 1994, Donny Osmond fought Donny Bonaduce, I remember, in a charity match in Chicago. Bonaduce won in a split decision. Yep. January 18th, 1973, the Rolling Stones benefit concert for Nicaraguan earthquake relief raises $200,000, and Mick Jagger himself donates 150 grand more. Oh. And finally, January 19th, 1977, the Charlie Daniels Band and the Marshall Tucker Band play at Jimmy Carter's inauguration. It's before, you know, Charlie Daniels went so far right, right. he wouldn't even talk I was to going Jimmy to Carter. Say, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's kind of switched sides he on that has. one. That wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay. I told you earlier in the show, as a general rule, you want to mark up T-shirts 100%. Mm-hmm. If it costs you 10 bucks to make it, you sell it for 20 It says here the common wisdom is 20 to $30 for a T-shirt. That's what it has been shown. And I'm, I'm culling this from five or six different websites that all talk about merchandising so, at But it's concerts. 20 to $30 for a T-shirt that you buy online. When you go to a oh, concert... Oh, no, these are concerts. These are at concerts. Really? Yes. They say you can get away with 20 to $30. It says here higher level acts can charge up to $40. Right. Because that's what I've been sticker shocked from t-shirts. At- How much it is. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, you're buying, you're buying something that proves to the world that you are at the concert. Yeah, you're I'm legit. not buying mm-hmm. cotton with a stamp on it. Well, yeah, I get that. You're it's buying still a memory. Just, and they know that. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. The reality is, at larger venues, the house will take a cut of merchandising sales. This can be upwards of 15 to 35 percent right what? off the top. Yes, forcing artists to simply set their prices higher yeah. depending on where you actually are. New Orleans is absolutely notorious for throwing additional fees, costs, taxes on is top it? of it. Oh, yeah. What venue? I want to know what venues. Well, I wanna... New Orleans itself, the entire city. Yeah. If you'll notice, many major acts will simply jump right over New Orleans, or maybe they'll stop in Baton Rouge, but they'll come in, they'll play Mississippi, yeah. and they'll jump yeah. right to Texas. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it because the city is known for jamming all these additional taxes on top of you. 
I had no idea that New Orleans was. Oh, that's yeah. terrible for a new music city. You I'm going to slap New Orleans' hand on that one. You'll also note that a lot of bands will only have one, maybe two colors of shirts. You can mm -hmm. get black or you can get white. Well, yeah. Seldom do you have the rainbow of colors. Why? Because it's cheaper. Well, yeah, it's cheaper. Right. And then it's cheaper to have fewer colors of exactly ink that. and then less, like, Front and back is more expensive. Exactly. I was in a sorority. I know all about these things. Oh, do you? And I a lot says, of t-shirts. And it says here, believe it or not, today, and this was written in 2013, today, polo shirts, not just the ones that polo have an shirts. iron on, but the ones that are actually embroidered, yeah. are becoming quite popular. Why? Because they can be worn to work. I'm, I'm going to have to go. I, I just... I have to go look up bands that sell polo shirts with some kind of something on them. That's I have not seen this. The band, the yeah, the concerts I go to are not selling polo shirts. <laughs> no, they're not. Pet Shop Boys. Opportunities. Let's make a lot of money. Second break here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the seven days and seventy seconds, we talked about the venue taking a, taking cut a chunk of merchandise, taking a big old bite. Now, the company that sells for you. Imagine you are playing at the arena. Mm -hmm. There are companies based out of New Orleans who will take your logo, print it to your specifications, what you say. They will then show up at the arena, sell the merch for you, and then leave. So it's not. A single company that follows sells, you around, that follows, yeah, that has or has it. like satellite locations where they like send people from. That's not what I found. Okay, that's not what I found. There were major companies that did it, but they had locations that like Van Halen would would hire the company in New Orleans, yeah. or would hire the company in Jackson, Mississippi, and that company would hit. New Orleans, no, Houston, Nashville, yeah, 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 the ones in the area. Right. So let's let's centrally locate ourselves, okay. and we can hit all these major cities within what's what's the longest drive? Five hours. Mm -hmm. Right. We can hit all of that. Here's the general concept of that company. The company signs a licensing deal with the band and negotiates a percentage to sell at the venue that night. Now, they don't take a salary. They take a percentage of what right, is of sold. sold. Right. Exactly. It says around 30% of what is sold is fairly common. And, of course, remember, the mm -hmm. venue is taking a, a chunk out of that as well. A percentage deal is normally what they do, and the percentage are a profit split based on net Sales. Okay. Not gross. Net. Net. Yeah. Right. So the merch company deducts all of their expenses from the sales income and then splits what is left with the musician at a predetermined rate. According to this article, normally 85 slash 15, meaning the company takes 15, right. 85, 85 goes to goes the, to the, to the, uh, the, uh, the musician. If Unless they have to pay out 20% to the venue. Right. If a designer is involved, which is why it's on net. You can't, right. yeah, you can't go on gross. Yeah, you can't go on gross. Right. Yeah. If a designer is involved, uh, you have to pay that person up front very seldom. There's no such thing as very seldom. Seldom will he or she take a percentage of sales as well. Uh, advances to merchandise sales companies deal with trust and predictions of what will be sold that night, mm -hmm. which is why these people are pros. Right. They we, can they can estimate. Right. 
we know in New Orleans we sell these many t-shirts. For this type of band. You got it. Right. You pay the company, believing what will be sold that night, and either the company makes out or they completely blow it. Mm -hmm. I don't think they blow it very often. I doubt they blow it. Yeah. So that's how that works. That's how you generally, when you go see a major act, Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake comes through. Right. Oh, yeah. He's selling a million t-shirts. I don't care who he is. I don't care to listen to him. But gajillions of young girls will buy yeah, from and not him. so young girls too right. and they'll buy all of that and these companies need to know we're going to sell x number of t-shirts there'll be thirty-five thousand people in that venue tonight my guess is we're going to sell seventeen thousand t-shirts have them on hand because mm-hmm. the worst thing you want to do is have is, is sell right. out and lose money and let's say you you have seventeen thousand t-shirts you only sell fourteen thousand now you got three grand extra you have two or three little deals with people in little tiny shops on Magazine Street who will take the Justin Timberlake t-shirts and sell them put from them the in their shops front. and they'll go mm-hmm. right away believe me they're these this company they know what to do right, with them. they're the, not taking these t-shirts home right they're not putting them in the dumpster nope, on the way out nope nope KPVL Decorah Iowa thanks for running the radio show hello WBSD in Burlington Wisconsin you bet back in a minute on Rock School To this point, we have been talking about merchandising at concerts mainly. Yes. Right. If you're a large band, you don't have to sell just at concerts. No. You can sell all over the place. You've probably been to a bookstore lately, and there's just stuff with certain bands on Yeah, you're right. Right. Just junk, right? Yeah, they have those gift sections. Exactly. Dig this. On the re-release of the Stones' 1972 album, Exile on Main Street, that was last year, I think, or two Who years knows? ago in May. I'll always say something. Oh, well, that was like six months ago when somebody was like, oh, three years ago. I know. It was, it was either last year or the year before. Uh-huh. They, the Rolling Stones, hired a merchandising company called Bravado. And what Bravado did was created more than 100 different items to go along with the re-release oh, of the I'm album. I'm sure some of them got ridiculous. Baseball caps, lithographs, uh, T-shirts blatantly, and there was an entire as-worn-by collection of clothing, which was clothing that was reproduction of the same stuff that the band members wore when they were photographed. Like in iconic you pictures. Got it, when they were photographed recording so not, on stage. not T-shirts. Rolling Stone t-shirts, but t-shirts worn by the Rolling Stones at some point. Or pants or shoes or big floppy hats and stuff that like so that. That is so funny. You I got it. I can just it. imagine like middle, what middle-aged men are going to wear buy these big floppy hats. I don't doubt it. What? It says here the huge range of items at different prices meant they found their way into stores like Target as well as Bloomingdale's. So you got to know oh, that you Bloomingdale's could, got the floppy hat. I don't <laughs> doubt it. You could spend 25 bucks or you could st- spend 225 bucks. Mm-hmm. Don't doubt it at all. Steve Miller, bam, take the money. Run, run fast on Rock School. All right, Beth, I told you earlier on in the show I was going to discuss some things that a couple academics Yes, yes let's get on. academic. We've got sure. our glasses. Sure. I'm going to... Yes. Jacket with leather patches mm-hmm. on the elbows, yeah. It's always fun when an academic grabs a hold of something. This is really fun. Can you turn it into language that's un, you know, defeatable? Sure, I can do that. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, we can make it boring <laughs> really quick. According to Dick Headbridge, it was a 1979 sociological classic Subculture 
discussion, mm -hmm. the meaning and style framed in the feeling of academic lingo. Here we okay. go. He's talking about how people break themselves into groups and how they set themselves apart in terms of music. Yes. Okay. He says the Beatles and the Dave Clark Five were probably the earliest adopters of concert t-shirts themselves. Okay. The merchandising yeah. of it. The Beatles were unbelievably merchandised. Oh, of course. The lunchboxes. And exactly. the, I mean, they had everything. Specifically t-shirts, though, because they came out of sort of the Teddy Boys concept out of uh, London, where uh -huh. t-shirts were used. Okay. The hippie groups of the 60s followed, offering up tie-dyed t-shirts with the logo on top. Mm -hmm. So they, they followed yeah, suit. Yeah, everybody can kind of imagine like a Grateful Dead t-shirt like exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Why are rock shirts generally black? Well, he states it's because rock shirts were most quickly adopted by punk and heavy metal enthusiasts because they were the tightest group and black was and their they, favorite color. And they you highly identified parts of their personality with their musical choices. Exactly that. Sure. So he believes that if you need to take it back as far as you possibly can, the idea of branding yourself, mm -hmm. wearing a t-shirt, I love Queen, I love right. Rush, yes. I love what have you. That, I am part of this club. Exactly. The idea of branding yourself yourself started all the way back with the Bobby Soxers of the 1940s. They started a trend of writing their names or the names of their favorite mm -hmm. singers across their backs, either on shirts or on their jackets. Really? So it would say Frank Sinatra. In sequence, though, right? Right. Well, I don't I, know if it was I just sequence. want to pretend it was in sequence. <laughs> but it would... It would allow them and they would dress a certain way to denote to other people I like the same music you do let's right. be together right we Which are part of the same cool do. club yeah right. they just started printing them right. so people wouldn't have to write or do whatever on their shirts right think a high school lunchroom you go uh -huh. walking in there with a new kids on the block shirt or you go walking in there with a slayer shirt it depends where you're going to sit. Yeah, you're definitely going to different tables. <laughs> that it does. So is is that the correct history? I don't know, but it certainly it's has, interesting. It has good then, face validity. Mm -hmm. It yeah. looks good. What am I going to play? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, Barrett Strong. How about that? Money. Yeah. That's what I want. Rock school. Got just about a minute to talk here on the last break, talking about merchandise. I found a website from a merchandising company that oh, okay. was giving tips how to sell your merchandise. Very basic stuff. Make sure you announce from the stage when the table will be open. Yeah, if there's that's an a basic thing. Yeah, if there's an yeah. intermission, announce that the table's going to be open. Uh, put people in your merchandise. Those who are selling it, put them in the shirt. Oh, put pictures of them in the shirt? No, no, no. Actually, when the, the people who are selling it, collecting the money, oh, put them in the, them shirt. the shirt. Sorry, I was dense for a second there. You yes, got it. have them wearing the shirts. Model Give them the multiple shirt. methods of payment, uh, credit cards, uh, have mm. a check inspector. Everybody can use like their iPhone to take a credit card now. Exactly that. I've seen a lot of right. really, really small bands doing that. Awful offer bundles. So oh, people can buy more. Buy a poster and t-shirt and a blah, blah, blah. Right, and yeah. we'll, we'll knock five bucks off yeah, the price. Yeah. And the one I thought was just the best, set your table near a high traffic area. Like the bar. A, well, according to this person, the, bathroom? the best place is the John. <laughs> the bathroom There's always is the best a line, place. Especially, always. especially to the ladies' room. We are, we are waiting 
you're a captive audience. Yep. While you're waiting, how about a T-shirt? Buy a T-shirt. Exactly that. So that wraps up the merchandise show. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. We're done. Class is dismissed.